0: Welcome in, b and Beamer, uh, here on WBEN. Where's Joe? Joe, I scared him off yesterday. Came in here uh, yesterday. Said, eh. No, he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, he's in later on today for Tom. I'm here with you the next hour. A few things to get to, um, which I want to. Nextdoor. Do you know Nextdoor? It's updating its app. I, I want to get to that in just a moment, but a few things first. I just found something online that I didn't know this was kind of a thing. There's a campaign going on, and I like it. I'm I'm kind of for it. Uh, A lot of NFL players behind it of a push to uh, make it all natural grass all around the NFL. You know, so many stadiums and most new stadiums are all going artificial turf. Even Notre Dame. Notre Dame in college, artificial turf. I mean, come on. You know, where's the sense of tradition in any of that? But it's artificial turf all over again, you know, for a number of reasons. I assume it's uh, cost-effective in the long run for a lot of these places. But there's uh, the injury to Odell Beckham in the Super Bowl where, you know, all he did was really, I don't even know if you want to call it misstep, but it was non-contact, taking the wrong step, and then all of a sudden, boom, out for the game and, uh, you know, look looked like a pretty bad knee injury. Uh, not 100% sure what that is. But it's drawing attention to this campaign of all these athletes who want a switch from the artificial turf to natural grass. And I had been unaware of this until uh, CBS Sports wrote an article about it. And I'm thinking maybe that's part of the reason why you hear about a new Bill stadium and it's always natural grass. That seems to be what the Bills are, are looking for in their new stadium. I wonder if that's part of it. You know, part of me was thinking, oh, you know, that kind of fits in. They want open air, natural grass. You know, that's a football feel. You know, uh, Terry Pagula seems like he likes the old-time football. He likes the videos of Johnny Unitas. You know what I mean? He likes (laughs) that kind of uh, thing. But maybe that's part of it, too. I I never really thought about that. Soccer players uh, make that all. That's The women's soccer team made that big argument. You know, don't make us play on this artificial turf all the time. It's worse for our knees and uh, injuries. And everything like that, you know, give us some real grass. And I didn't know NFL players were behind the same thing with that. I thought that was interesting. And then this, uh, uh, staying in the sports world for a second, um, I, I always want to, you know, uh, it, numbers are always reported this way when it comes to sports betting and the mobile sports betting. We saw this yesterday from the governor's office releasing, you know, the eye-popping numbers touting, $2 billion in wagers taken, a record-breaking number, more than any other state reporting in the first 30 days of mobile sports betting in the state. $2 billion. And, and you know, you look at that number and you think, wow, I mean, that's amazing. You're, you're taking in so much money. That new Bill stadium we were just talking about paid for already. Uh, you got the billion dollars from there. $2 billion taken in. But, you yeah, know, pump the brakes. You always got to look behind what they say to get what is actually going on. So $2 billion in wagers were taken, but there was no clarification, right? I don't know if that includes all the promo money, all the credits they were throwing around. It just says $2 billion in wagers taken. So I don't know if that was all money out of the pocket of New Yorkers, if that was something else. Um, You know, I've got the uh, one sportsbook app on my phone, I've never put real money in it. I mean, it's all this promotional money that's flying around. So I, I don't know if that's real money. And then the governor's office said, so here to give you a little bit of a um, a, a gist of what's going on, uh, the governor's office said roughly $70 million in tax revenue generated in the first month. So that kind of gives you a little bit of a hint and also explains why uh, to an extent. You know, when this was legalized, why every, you know, casino wasn't rushing. You know, we didn't see the Seneca casinos rushing the first day to set up their sports book. You know, they said, oh, we can take some time. So, wait, $2 billion in wagers, $70 million in tax revenue. And you remember, New York State gets about half, they tax half the profit. They get 50% from these sports books. So, I mean, simple math there. $140 140 million dollars roughly in profit off of 2 billion dollars in wagers not exactly you know your <laughs> the margin you're hoping for if you're starting a business uh i mean it's a lot of money but it it kind of shows the numbers aren't always what they seem 2 billion dollars taken in um but maybe likely 140 million in profit just to Uh, Take a look at what's going on there. But, you know, I I mentioned some of the updates to the apps. I don't have this app, but I know it's super popular. I hear about it all the time. I think my wife actually has this app, and apparently nobody uh, really uses it in our neighborhood, thank God, uh, because I don't want to put it on my phone. Nextdoor. Do you know what this is? Nextdoor. It's a social media platform for neighborhoods. Um, It hasn't changed much over the years, but today they're unveiling some brand new features to the Nextdoor app. Um, It's a way that neighbors can stay in touch with each other. You send messages. Hey, watch out for that stray cat. I had a fox in my yard. Um, Someone broke into my house. You know, anything like that, uh, you kind of watch out. But it's in your little neighborhood that you have this app. I don't have this. I kind of prefer the old school way of things. But, you know, next door users are now able to connect with others maybe more easily. You're uh, able to mention your neighbors. Uh, they connect with in comments and posts so you can, like, tag people. It's basically becoming more like Facebook or something like that with this new update, is what it sounds like. Uh, this is from the release. <laughs> From nextdoor. Next door users can greet new neighbors. Someone new uh, moves into the neighborhood. they get the app. You can greet your new neighbors with reactions and virtual gifts such as cookie and flower emojis. Ugh. I mean, what what are we turning into? Hey, welcome to town neighbor. Here's a cookie emoji. I put a lot of thought into tapping this portion of my screen. Welcome. If you uh, need anything, please don't stop by. Send me a push notification on my Nextdoor app, and maybe I'll get around to it at some point in the next week. There's a redesigned profile uh, encouraging users to add a short bio, chosen pronouns, and a photo of themselves. So isn't that great with nextdoor? Now call me old-fashioned. I want to hear from you by the way. 8030930 8030930. Do you use this app? Send me a text on our Volkswagen Virtual Park text board. give me a call this morning. Are you a nextdoor user or do you have some other way of staying in touch with your neighbors in your neighborhood? I have a different way. I'm um, I'm on like the next version of Nextdoor. My way of staying in touch is you, like, walk across the street and you can wave your hand and say, hey, what's up? You have a little bit of a conversation. Hey, you know, what's new? Like, once every month, two months, three months, it doesn't even have to be that frequently. But how do you stay in touch with your neighbor? Do you talk to your neighbors? Because I think there's a lot of people who don't even pay attention to that at all. And I think it's different depending on the situation that you're in. So I'll give you a little bit of uh, background on me. I uh, talk to my neighbors, both my neighbors, but on one side quite frequently because we share a driveway. So I share a driveway with my one neighbor, which, thank goodness, we have great neighbors because I do not know what that situation would be like if we didn't. I, it was uh, um, my wife was very nervous about it when we moved into our house, you know, sharing a driveway. Uh, what if uh, something doesn't work out? But I mean, we lucked out big time. I don't know, you know, what that would be like if that wasn't the case. I don't want to find out ever. So we're definitely talking to our, um, you know, neighbors on one side a lot, talk to neighbors on the other side. Frequently too. I, I mean, you're always kind of in this communication. I, I mean, if you got the snowblower, you're walking up and down the sidewalk. You're saying, "Hey," kind of knowing what's going on. Um, and, and you know, the further away your neighbors are down the street, the less you see them and talk to them. But as you get a little closer to your house, you know, anywhere from I think it, it you could probably set up like a a, a radar range around your home, where it's like, all right, you're this far away. It's like once every six months, I'll say something to you. You get a little closer every couple of months. All right, now you're in the vicinity every month or something, Uh, and then, you know, every day for your next-door neighbors. Uh, But that's my situation now. Uh, Previously, you know, when I was living in an apartment, uh, you know, a home apartment split into two, I wasn't, I don't need to be friends with my neighbor, but I kind of treated it like, you know, we're on the same team here, right? We're, you got to help each other out sometimes. I don't need to be a best friend, but have casual conversation every now and then. We're working together. Hey, did you notice this around town or around the neighborhood? That and I did not have a good neighbor upstairs, I mean, to give you the picture, I would hang out on my porch sometimes, be, you know, grilling something or or doing whatever. Um, Neighborhood Park, they'd have to walk past me to go to their door, to go upstairs and, you know, just give a, hey, you know, nothing crazy. Just a, hey, what's up? Acknowledging your existence and (laughs) nothing, just nothing in return, like not even a wave or anything. I was like, okay, that's how it's going to be, I guess. Not pleasant. I mean, we are on the same team here. We're sharing the same walls. Just might want a little heads up. So It wasn't a great relationship. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I don't have that anymore. But how do you stay in contact? How important is it for you to know your neighbor's does it change depending on where you live? I mean, if you're in an apartment is it one thing, if you're in a home is it another? Is it more important one versus the other? All right, what do you think? 803-0930, 803-0930. Give me a call, send me a text. We'll go to the phones first. Eric, uh is in Wilson. Eric, you're on WBEN. Uh what do you, how, how How do you keep in touch with your neighbors, Eric?
2: You know, it's really interesting. Uh, I moved to my neighborhood about three months before all this COVID-19 stuff happened. And um, the first time that the whole world shut down, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go door to door and uh, hand out rolls of toilet paper and introduce myself to people because that was the hot commodity back then. But, you know, nobody answers their doors anymore, Brian. Like, everybody's suspicious about people knocking on their doors. You know, if if you've got somebody you expect to come over, they're gonna call ahead of time. And you know, I live out in the country. I live in Wilson. I live in the rural part of Wilson. And this next door app, I had it before I moved to Wilson, and it's actually just been awesome. Um, I I'm able to communicate with people who are you know a mile away from me that I would never, you know, knock on their door. You know, I I I meet them through this app, and and you can share things like, uh, you know, recommendations or block parties or like my kids are in the Cub Scouts. They were able to sell stuff for fundraisers to people in the neighborhood that I would have never ordinarily met.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm just a little resistant to, you know, moving everything online, (laughs) you know, like casual interactions. And I get, you know, people who are uh, a, a little leery of opening their door for everyone, but Y- you know, the friendly neighborhood, hey, the first way you went about trying to meet your neighbors is the way I, I wish it was all the time.
2: It's it's uh, people are suspicious of door to door people, um, usually 50 percent of the time they're trying to get something from you. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of people that are recluse and, and uh, don't really have the opportunity to communicate. Um, it's just been it's a really, really useful uh, app, I think, and you can use it as much or as little as you want. Um, I went to a town meeting last night because somebody brought it to my attention. They were discussing an issue I cared about, and I saw that on next door.
0: Well, that's you know what? That's nice to have that heads up, Eric. And before I let you go, I, I do uh, want to ask you one question. So you live in Wilson, you're a little more separated. Do you feel that it is more or less important to know and have that relationship with your neighbors? depending on how far away your neighbors physically are, because uh, you would think maybe less, but I don't know if you're so spaced out like that, uh, maybe it's more, you, you need the help uh, before you have to go way into town or something.
2: Yeah. My, the nearest house to mine is a good thousand feet away. Um, so it's not like I can wave at somebody from my front porch. There's actually a swamp between me and my nearest neighbor. Um, but it's, it's more of making connections. You know, I've been able to uh, even recruit people to, uh, uh, you know, join the Cub Scout pack by just saying, Hey, you know, we're here. This is something that we have, you know, uh, and, you know, other people are like, Hey, I'm a new contractor. I build sheds. uh, If anybody wants something, you know, and they'll post something on there. They pretty much keep politics out of it. A lot of times, you know, if somebody posts something political, everyone's just like, Get off, get
0: off,
2: stop. So, you know, so it it actually is, it's uh, much cleaner than Twitter and other things.
0: Well, hey, it's interesting. Eric, appreciate the call. Um, Yeah, I I mean, there are some nice things I'm sure that this app can give you. I just feel like it's allowing you, here's my thinking behind it. Now, I, just like Eric said, like a lot of you are pointing out on the text board, I understand that there can be some positives too, of course. It, an extra piece of communication. What I'm you know, thinking here is, so I'm reading this, oh, you can greet your new neighbors with a virtual cookie or flower emojis or, or something like that. I mean, I think that while it might start as, oh, here's an extra thing to keep us all connected, what it really becomes is a replacement for actually physically getting to know the people who live around you which is pretty important I think maybe you think a different way 8030930 let me know here on WBEM I I do think it is important to kind of know your neighbors know your surround have a little bit of a relationship at the very least a rapport with the people around you uh somebody on our text board pointing out next door great when there's something going on in the neighborhood like a police presence something like that to find out what happened and i'm just thinking like i i don't know that's one of the i don't want to say fun things because it's not fun for somebody but i that's one of the things about a neighborhood you hear a something going on there's a commotion somewhere and you step outside, and instead of logging onto your phone to next door, you nudge your neighbor in the arm or hand him a beer or something. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, right? That's how you figure it out. Wayne is in Lancaster. Wayne, you're on WBEN. I don't know, Wayne, how important is it to you to know your neighbors? Hello. How's it going, Wayne? You're on. Well, Wayne, we'll uh, we'll try again in uh, in just a moment. All right, stay with us on hold. Um, not ready for uh, prime time just yet, but we'll get back to you. I and uh, a lot of people are pointing out that it, it depends on where you go and maybe your current situation to whether you know your neighbors or not um you you can live in one place and not speak to anybody you move somewhere else and then all of a sudden that completely flips 180 on its head someone says it's because i got a dog i'm walking around the neighborhood now maybe it's something else um maybe you have kids and you're looking for you know and the someone across the street has kids boom you know you see each other walking What is it? How important is it to you? Let me know. 803-0930. You're listening to Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. Back here on b and Beamer, Brian Mazrowski in here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. We're talking about your neighbors, your neighborhood. How important is it to know your neighbors, to have some sort of relationship? Does it change? Is it different in an apartment versus a home? Is it different in the country versus the city? I mean, how do you do it? Nextdoor is an app. It's like a Facebook, but only for your neighborhood. Alerts you to what's going on. Meet your neighbors virtually. I'm not a huge fan. I don't have it. I can meet my neighbors in person. They're right there. Literally. That's why they're your neighbors. Uh, So uh, it's just not for me. But I know it's helpful for a lot of other people in here, and we're hearing from some of them today. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. How do you handle your neighborhood? Are you a next-door person? Are you an in-person person? Do you just not know your neighbors at all? 803 let me know. Let's go to Wayne in Lancaster. Wayne, thanks for uh, waiting on hold. Uh, what's on your mind? How well do you know your neighbors? Well,
3: I'm kind of a... Um... Exception to the rule, I guess, I'm a first responder at my neighborhood and volunteer firefighter. So I'm in people's homes all during the day and night um, as a EMT and firefighter. You know, um, a lot of people like fire trucks. They just don't mind on the street and all that. But but it's always nice to be able to go into somebody's house. You already know them. They trust you a little more. They already know you. Just from maybe plowing their sidewalks or helping shovel their driveways out or anything like that. I grew up out in the country where my car from Wilson was like when the houses are 1,000 feet away. And we used to walk down and talk to them and go to socials and all that. Now that I think what happens now is because I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it, but I think that if we can get you know, and I, I, I get it, they're valuable tools, but if we can get rid of Zoom and all these apps and all that, I think we'd be a lot better actually meeting someone in person. You know, I mean, uh, that way you know who's living next to you, who you can count on, and not only that, I think they know they can count on you as well.
0: Hey, I, I, I'm i right there with you, Wayne, um, in, in kind of feeling that. I guess my, it, it works as a blessing and a curse, right? Because I'd have to imagine in your situation as a first responder, you know, ideally you'd like what we're both talking about, right? People know their neighborhoods if there's something – uh, not feeling right, right? If there's something amiss, hey, I haven't seen so-and-so in a while, you would be able to tell. But for a lot of people who aren't doing face-to-face, I guess this app is the next best thing of, hey, who hasn't posted in a while or, or something like that.
3: Uh, you got it. We had a few years ago, we had a pretty big snowstorm. The, you might remember it, the November event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of snow. And one of the neighbors happened to look. This is not too far from my house. He happened to look across the street, and he saw his neighbor across the street down on his back with a snowblower up in the air. He went over there. The guy was in cardiac arrest. He called 911. We were out and about already. He started CPR, and that's why that 78-year-old man then is still alive today because his neighbor reached out and helped him.
0: Well, I mean, you love to hear stories like that, that someone's able to step in. Wayne, thanks so much for the call. I it, it's—I don't know. It's weird. I, I feel like people have different um, perceptions of what we're talking about, of like knowing your neighbor. I, To me, it's just kind of being friendly, just kind of knowing who the people are a little bit. Uh, a teammate is how I would describe it. Now, you know, sometimes you, you're going to be more. I mean, you'll, you can be friends with your neighbors. That's great. I mean, if you had a whole street of friends, that's, you know, nothing better. I, but it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, you don't have to be inviting everybody into your home. Uh, you know, there's someone who said, you know, careful how close you get to your neighbors. They texted us eight zero three zero nine thirty on our text board. You don't have to be, you know, super close to them knowing every detail of your life. But in general, it is kind of helpful to the people who live around you to know them, have a little bit of a rapport. You don't even have to like the people, but just, you know, as someone just texted in, friendly but not friends. That's what they prefer. Yeah, not everybody is going to be on board and say, all right, you know, we're best friends right away. But to be friendly, that's not too much to ask. And I think, you know, you just heard that from Wayne. I mean, that helps in the long run if you're just keeping a lookout for each other. And I I could be 100% wrong in this, but I kind of think that an app like Nextdoor takes you further away from that than it does... I mean, you might think in using it, it brings you a little closer to that point. Do you kind of get what I'm saying here? That you might think, oh, okay, we're connected, we're watching each other's back, we're spreading information, we're all online. But if you don't have that in-person rapport, are you really... Close, or are you getting to know your neighbor? I don't know if you really are. That's that's just me, um, you know, kind of on this. Someone texted in saying, oh, I have terrible neighbors. They never cut their grass. They never clean up your, their yard. I feel for you. That must stink. I mean, it's never fun having bad neighbors. I'm sure everybody's been there before. I I feel like next door might turn you into, like, a sneaky bad neighbor, right? If you're just, like, anonymously on there, like, spreading gossip about, you know, hey, you know, what's going on with so-and-so? I don't know. I, that might just be me. Let's head out to uh, Lancaster. Steve, Steve, you're on WBEN. Uh, what's How well do you know your neighbor, Steve?
4: I know him well enough for when I, I'm kind of in a rural area. And uh, I, I know most of the neighbors on, uh, on my street. I, of course, I've been. It was more like one of the first ones down the street. It's fairly new.
0: Do, does do you find if you're one of the uh, first ones on the street? Uh, you mentioned it was fairly new, though. But do you find that the neighbor to neighbor relation has changed throughout the years?
4: Oh, of course it has. You know, I mean, people aren't aren't as friendly any longer, and they're afraid. I understand all that. But this neighbor, uh, to be on there, I very hesitate to get on anything like that. But I have a little different take on it. Um, I have found, you know, looked on it and I hesitate to get on But I needed something uh, done on a a tractor that I I just can't do any longer because of my age. I get older. and uh, Through there, I found quite a few people, you know, in one man that I use all the time now. And there was another little thing in the house that I needed done that I, same thing, I can't do any longer, uh, Bad back in and everything. Uh, and, you know, you get uh, to know other people who use them. And I have this man as a regular and uh, an air conditioning man. So you can find people. Now, I know you're going to get the, the occasional people go on there, did you hear that screeching cat last night? I just go right by that. You don't have to. It's not
0: like Facebook, where you're saying your face. Yeah. Well, hey, I, Steve, I appreciate that and appreciate the call. And, you know, yeah, I mean, you can always use things for good in finding somebody like this. I guess my big uh, thing with the app is I don't think the app should replace the interpersonal communication. Right? I mean, in addition to knowing your neighbors, it's fine. But in replacement of, you know, if you download the app and like, oh, I post I'm next door friends with whoever two houses down, that's good enough. I don't need to actually say hi. Then I don't know if I'm on board. Rob is on WBEN. Rob, what's on your mind with this?
2: Yeah, you're, uh,
1: again, where you live and where a lot of other people live are are two different things. Mike. my neighbor next to me's got 120-something acres. His driver is seven-tenths of a mile long. I, I usually don't see him out there uh, shoveling too often. But my other neighbor, you know, lives uh, probably a third of a mile down down the road on the other side. I got nobody, you know, across the street. So the app, uh, when uh, COVID hit and, and everyone was uh, kind of staying home, uh, a lot of people were reaching out for. Uh, you know, handyman and stuff like that, and that's kind of what I do, and uh, I've been steady uh, with, with helping neighbors uh, for quite some time, and, and and it's strange because, you know how Buffalo everybody knows somebody? Well, you know, the one uh, couple had me come over, and turns out he uh, worked with uh, one of my good friends and just retired, and uh, he's kind of disabled, and I've been helping him out uh, doing stuff around the house, and... Same thing with another neighbor, uh, just single, uh, not older, but, you know, my age, and just needs somebody to do stuff around the house. So it's just, it's worked out great. And for pets, like uh, Bowery had on yesterday, um, you know, lost pets, people post that right away, and it, it hits the people just in their neighborhood. So we've actually um, been involved with locating, you know, three or four uh, lost pets, uh, using the app. But it's, uh, I don't think it replaces, you know, the neighbors. Like you say, you could walk two doors down and knock on someone's door. For me, that's, you know, it's a half mile ride, you know. And, and if you gamble, if they're not home,
0: that all for nothing, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, Robin. everyone's in a different situation, right? I mean, you got to take a drive in the car. Some people can knock on their wall and uh, talk to their neighbor. So it's going to be different um, place to place. Appreciate the call, by the way. 803-0930 if you want to weigh in. Uh, how important is it to know your neighbor? How well do you know your neighbors? What do you think of the apps? Is it? And I guess it's two people. I think the people who are in favor of using Nextdoor are using it like Rob. Um, And it's not so much my fears, right, of this. And somebody's just uh, chiming in. But, see, different neighborhoods are different. So I got back-to-back messages on the Volkswagen Fortress Park text board. So someone's saying most people use the app for referrals if there's a neighborhood break-in. And that's what we hear a lot. You know, it's kind of what Rob said, referrals, last two callers. Looking for a handyman, can somebody do this? um and they said it's not a gossip site right below that is a bunch of text saying next door can get very ugly very fast it's just like facebook or twitter and then somebody else next door is nothing but a bunch of karens on there complaining about their neighborhood so i guess it depends on what kind of neighborhood you have and what that turns into you know sometimes it's just a helpful little extra tool uh but maybe sometimes it's not so much um, I and this person chiming in. That you know, I I use you know a few apps, that suit my life, but sometimes it takes away from our willingness, uh, creativity, and uh, you know every everybody kind of becoming less people oriented, no face to face contact, and that's the thing that I'm you know thinking here, that the next door replacing, actually knowing each other, I don't think is a good thing. Is a a neighborhood tool to keep up on it? I mean, you know, like I said, maybe I'm the worst person to, my wife has it, I don't think she really uses it, I don't think anyone on our block really uses that app, Uh, but she has it on her phone, I don't. I mean, would it be useful to have on your phone instead of, you know, maybe an old paper one that you used to have, like kind of a neighborhood directory, a, a, a block directory? I mean, sure. You know, hey, here are the people on the street. Here's how you can contact me if you really need something. Um, You know, by the way, hey, I if there's something wrong with your snowblower, I, I might be able to fix it for you. I mean, yeah, that's, that's great to have. Uh, but, you know, there's also the the face-to-face. That I don't think that should replace actually knowing your neighbors. And sometimes it's not that important to know your neighbors. Like I said, uh, you know, I was giving the example of, you know, the apartment I lived in before my current house. You know, I, it's very important for me right now to know my neighbor because I share a driveway with them. <laughs> It's a good thing I have good neighbors. Uh, Before, I was in an apartment. It was a duplex. I lived on the bottom. Somebody else lived upstairs. And I didn't have good neighbors. I'm not asking to be anyone's friend. I don't really want to be the the best friends of somebody who lives right upstairs. You know, I think it's tougher to lie about, like, oh, hey, you doing anything tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got... I got plans, and then, you know, they just hear the TV going or something like that. I mean, it, it, I don't know if I want to be best friends with the person who lives right upstairs. But at least be cordial, you know, give a wave, a hi, something like that. And that never happened with my old name. I mean, they were just ignoring me. They were just rude, and uh, it was it was not good. If you, uh, But I, I think you should be, you know, kind of teammates there. Hey, we live in the same place. You've got to kind of watch out for each other to a degree. If you live in a bigger apartment building or complex, I don't know if it's quite as necessary to be I mean if you're not you're not doing any of your own maintenance um you know there's more people walking around who are kind of keeping their eyes on things. I, maybe you find it a little less necessary. I love this text that comes in. Sometimes this is me. I mean, this is me. I have to put my hand up uh, if I'm cutting the lawn. That doesn't mean you can't talk to me. They said everybody on my street 35 and under doesn't come outside unless they have headphones on. It's impossible to talk to them. I mean, hey, sometimes that's me. I got the headphones on all the time, uh, you know, cutting the lawn, listening to something. But you can still come up and say hi. That's fine. I'll I'll uh, I'll press pause. Not a big deal. Uh, if you want to chat something out, not a big deal at all. But that I do think that is a lot. You might accuse me of that when it's like frigid outside. I'm not. I'm not like galloping in the snow or anything. <laughs> you know, you go out to clear it, and that's about it. We're not really hanging out outside during. You know, I like to think that we're out and enjoying the uh, the vitamin D in the sun a good amount when it's a little bit warmer outside but you know what that i could see that being an issue i do think it is definitely a younger thing i mean i hear the stories that people who have been on my block a long time have they say oh we used to have these big block parties it was great you know everybody knew each other you have kids they're all growing up together you know everyone kind of knows that and it does sound a lot more connected than we are now. And, you know, to our one caller who chimed in not that long ago, I unfortunately I think it's sad to say. You know, the caller said everyone's afraid nowadays. And I I do think that's a sad truth. You know, whether that's actual fear of, oh, you know, strangers. Or it's just uh Unspoken uh, phobia of meeting new people, I think that plays a lot into it. And that's definitely uh, more so with my generation and younger than apparently it ever has been in the past. Um, or maybe it's just modern times, I don't know. But hey, I would encourage people to get to know their neighbors. I still won't download the app. I don't care how many new features they have. It's not for me. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Joe Beamer will be back with me tomorrow. Not my neighbor. We just work together. And uh, you'll hear him here later on on WBEM.